Welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode 85. Oh, not the only one, oh, bitch. No. <laughs> I wanted a dramatic oh, no, pause. I wanted yeah, a dramatic yeah, pause. Yeah, the audience yeah, would wonder right. if I knew what it was. I definitely didn't yeah, click right. to the new episode's channel to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought you would have been prepared at least. Come on, you took over hosting duties. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and look how how far it's gotten you. Yeah, well, here's the, here's the thing. You might have noticed this. Let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, Cass has uh, incurred massive debts and had to sell all of his computer equipment and thus has a, you know, no quality mic. He's l using laptop internal speakers at the moment. Either that it's or a little sub yeah. It's suboptimal, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll just have it to honestly doesn't it. sound that bad anymore. Um, yeah. yeah. Much better than your headphone speakers that you tried earlier. That was, that was yeah. absolute dog shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure those could qualify as functioning. Like, I don't think you could have a phone call with those. No. <laughs> I mean, I take no. phone calls with them somewhat regularly, but like... Yeah, well, you, talk a, you might want to test them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm not on the you. other yeah. end of the phone, so I don't know how they sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. Well, obviously, Cass is not at home. Um, yes. Uh, we, we, we weren't around last week because we couldn't figure out a fucking time to do this, and Cass was gone. And now uh, yeah. we're barely around this week because Cass is still gone, yeah. and I am going. So uh, we're, we're kind of cramming of this into pieces. a busy busy schedule right now yeah. um but we're here because you guys need the content indeed and, uh, indeed we live to serve yeah something along those lines yeah yeah Cass is in is in dc which is cool because he can see me so we've been hanging out couldn't figure out a way to do the podcast together just because we don't have like a standalone mic so uh this ended up being the best solution um but yeah it, it's been a blast uh, it's been a very fun week all right, so without any further ado, uh, let's get into you know a nice little warm up topic here. I just had this idea. Is while... that warm up topic beer? I... <laughs> yes, that is the warm up topic. <laughs> I definitely didn't forget about the drink part of drug Valorant. <laughs> Certainly not. Uh, I guess I'll start. You know, I have God, a... worst host of all time. Someone fired this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I at least I'm not laying in my bed. With my shirt off during the pod. No shirt off wearing galaxy buds. <laughs> yes, yes. I have this. We're, we're, we're making do with what we got. <laughs> this I have this uh, Icelandic gin and grape uh, cocktail in a can. Purchased in the airport uh, in Reykjavik. I have been to Reykjavik now. So I've been to the land of Sentinel's domination. Just very briefly to use the airport. How did it feel? It felt amazing. I, uh, I felt like tens. I heckin' love him even more now. Um, I didn't realize, even though it kind of makes sense, that you're not allowed to drink alcohol that you, you know, bring onto a plane. I mean, if you do it subtly, who's going to care? But, like, I bought this to drink on the plane, and then, you know, I saw all this stuff saying don't drink outside alcohol. And I'm like, eh, whatever, I'll just save it for later. It'd be cool to discuss on the podcast. It's really good. Um, a little bit of carbonation, a little bit of gin, a little bit of grape, refreshing, light, very good. Grape is an interesting cocktail mixer because yeah. I don't think it gets used very often. Um, oh, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm such an idiot. I, my brain is um, going out the window. It says gin and grape, but if you look closely, what it means is gin and grapefruit. Um, it's it's oh, grapefruit and gin. Yeah. That is very, very different than grape. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. It um, is. And uh, I mean, I think that it would just suck because it has gin in it. So it doesn't matter either way. Uh, I was just hoping that, you know, grape might mask the flavor a little bit more. Oh, it definitely masks the flavor. You, the gin, like, I still like it because it's not, like, overwhelmingly sweet, but the fruit flavor is so strong that, like, it's really, 
not that ginny, <laughs> I guess. Kind of makes me want to try like a vodka grape. Yeah, where where grape is grapefruit or like actual grape? No, no, like grape. No, no. <laughs> don't, but like don't do you that. know, like white grape juice, delicious. Oh, mm. that could slap a little bit. Maybe rum. Just it's pretty sweet. Yeah, There's rum a fly goes with, like, flying around Cass's right? room, and he is uh, yeah. he's having a time with it. It's keeping guys. him awake, which is really what matters. So the fly is actually yeah, that is true. It's crazy. We were yeah. talking about it earlier that uh, that Cass is now up um, at Hunter's time. Yes, because uh, Hunter's always you know three hours in the future when we're recording this. <laughs> yeah. um, and so for us, it's like early to kind of late. I'm usually the most tired on the podcast. Yeah, and then Hunter's just chilling. It's like two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Not now. It's twelve thirty, but still, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, I'm it tired. is nine twenty. Up till yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess moving on then. Uh, Cass, what do you have in hand? Uh, I got one of the beers you dropped off here the other day. Ooh. Got a space jellyfish IPA by um, Nepenth Brewing Co. Hell yeah! <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, you there. There were a couple beers that you brought for me that I was gonna have on the pod, and then I forgot to put them in the fridge. So, uh, yeah, th- those will just have to wait for some other time because they weren't cold. Yeah, um, yeah you're going to want to have them cold. I'm very jealous yeah. that you get to try a Nepenthe beer. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day I will be able to. We're scheming oh, on how that can be you, a possibility. Did you try some Nepenthe beer when Hunter came out to BC? Well, I only brought Space Jellyfish. I don't know if you would have tried mm. it, which is actually what you have, what Cass has now. It's like their yeah, basic yeah, I don't know. IPA. I'm, it's good, though. I may it's have tried it or I may not have. Um, yeah. I definitely tried a lot of the like a couple of the sours. Yeah, none of the sours. Were sour, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think they were. I don't remember. Well, one of them was sour monkey for sure. Yeah, yeah, That's it was sour monkey, tried, and yeah. it was a uh, volcano sauce. Which yeah, neither of them are nepenthe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, volcano yeah, sauce yeah. is delicious. Excellent. Yes, very, good. very good. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, um, Chase, oh, you're yeah, saying something about volcano it? sauce? Because if not, a oh no, no, I was just like. Yeah, I, you know, I was just going to say, like, there's a podcast in which Hunter talks about the space jellyfish in depth if you want to hear someone with a better mic go over what this beer tastes like. Yeah, it was a while ago. I, I I wish I kept up with listing the beers after every episode on Reddit. That was a good idea of mine. That I yeah, when was the last post on the Reddit? It's been a fucking minute. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, I think I mentioned this in an episode already, and no one responded about it in Discord. But uh, if you have an idea of like how you'd like to use the Reddit, or that's for like community like clips and ideas, or like oh, you know, I really just care about the drinks for the Reddit. Like, let me know because if I get some inspiration from people who would actually use it, I'll absolutely start doing it again. Yeah. So Chase, what you what you sipping on over there? Yeah, um, I am drinking a Georgian Bay Tequila Smash. Ooh. Uh, this one is grapefruit flavor, not grape. Um, <laughs> so yeah, speaking of all that, I'm drinking. Yeah, it's basically tequila and, and grapefruit. That just um, sounds like a worse version of Hunter's drink. It's a yeah. much much better one because it is a better liquor, a better <laughs> spirit. Close. Yeah. Um, it's like also it's really sweet. Hardly know her. <laughs> Is that like is that like a Vancouver thing? Because like everyone was saying that when I was up there. I'm like, really? No, it's just a dumb joke thing. <laughs> yeah, but like I've never heard people say that until I was with you guys in person. When like, and now you're sick of it. Well, I mean, <laughs> every it's, single time. I mean, it's fun because it reminds me of a very awesome trip, but it also like baffles me a little bit. I'm like, what? But yeah, it, yeah. it's you know, I I appreciate the in jokes. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So tequila anyway, and these grapefruit, these tequila smashes, they're very good. I bought them because one, I hadn't seen them before at the liquor store that I was at, and um, two, it they had a price tag on them that said fifteen dollars for like the the twelve pack, which would be a nuts price. I was like, there's no way it's fifteen dollars. Like, I'm gonna like try to get away with this, and maybe it'll ring up for fifteen dollars. So I, I brought it up to the register each, <laughs> and it uh rang up for thirty five dollars, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's probably what it should cost. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I thought I was about to get away with one. I did not. Um, Unfortunately, but they're good. They're they're very sweet. There's also like a couple other flavors in the pack. Uh, I just had a prickly pear one. That one's really good. And there's a mango. That's probably my favorite. But, Did you try that prickly pear beer that Louise got the other day? Yeah, I had one myself. It was pretty good. Yeah, I just like I had one sip of it, and it just like reminded me that like every time I try prickly pear, I'm like, hmm, maybe I like this, and I'm like, nope, no, I do not. It's just like sweet fruit flavor. Ah, just something about like I don't know something about the flavor just like ain't it for me. Mm. Interesting. Um, now this should be an intermission, but I'm too lazy for that. Quick order of business. Um, Cass, you did not include Pearl in your rankings that you sent me. Oh, well. <laughs> so, so let me know where you want me to slot that in. Despite um, you looking up the list of the maps, somehow you missed that one. Fuck. <laughs> well. Uh, we're gonna, so just so you guys know. Uh, we're, I, guess above, I guess above Breeze. Above Breeze. But, but I'd like it. to okay. put like I'd like to put like a baseball asterisk next to Breeze, being like, hey, you, 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 you can't like you know let it let us know now what your rankings are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll stick with that. Like I have the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll add the asterisk to Breeze later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, with that being said, may as well jump right into uh, the official, the first ever, the official drunk Val. Uh, podcast map rankings. Um, yeah. So I, 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 as I take a minute to uh, organize it to make sure I have, have everything in here correctly, Cass or Chase, do you have any guesses as to you know what what map is going to show up particularly high or particularly low uh, between us here? I mean, I guess we uh, like uh, here's what we did, right? It, we we ranked the maps one through nine. Or in Cass's case, one through eight. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> um, and then we sent them to Hunter, who will compile a list uh, assigning point values. Um, I, you'll, I guess you'll have to explain how those point values were assigned, because I'm not really sure. But um, Yeah, simply added will... up, low score wins. So, you know, best map uh, okay. is one, worst map is nine. Okay, easy. So not like a like a distribution where you know first place gets like twenty points and second place gets fifteen or something nope, like that. Nope. This yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing too fancy. But yeah, we we will in the end have a uh, a ranked list for uh, DVP, which I think that we have some similar takes on maps, but we I know we definitely have um, some very different takes on a couple of specific ones. Yeah, I think the. Well, I think the ones that we all listed down the middle are going to be the most interesting. I agree. Yeah, I agree. yeah where like everything where, falls in the end, right? Yeah, just like where exactly down the middle do we put some of these maps that I think we can all agree aren't the best, but also aren't the worst. Yeah. And how they compare to each other. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, if we're if we're talking about expectations, I think Pearl is going to be it very far at the bottom. Um but also <laughs> like it was so far at the bottom Cass <laughs> left it off the list, so um I like yeah, I think like I think Haven will be towards the top. Um and then I think if it wasn't for Chase, Lotus would be fucking dog shit. But then Chase also exists, so like that puts Lotus at like middle of the pack, unfortunately. Buddy, buddy. <laughs> All right, well let's dive right into it. So um, are we wait, are we starting with the with the worst map or the best absolutely map? worst map first? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Starting with the worst map in the game. Yes, the worst map in the game, according to the Drunk Valorant podcast, is Breeze. Uh, interestingly, none of us actually put it as our worst map. Uh, Cass was eighth best, Chase was eighth, and I was seventh. Okay, so here's where I'd like to put the asterisks up. Go there. ahead, go ahead. Um, so I think Breeze had its problems in terms of the necessity of Viper on that map, um, but... Like, from what I've heard of the devs talking about it, I think that when Breeze comes back, like, it... Like, I, I think the map has some potential. It just had some massive, like, issues that are, I think, relatively solvable. Um, yeah, I don't know if that needs an asterisk, because we're, you know, ranking the maps as they exist now. And, like, right, right, Breeze yeah, you're not ranking like, it swiftly. Yeah. Sure, yeah. granted. Um, I, I, I just think that, like... I, I, I basically what I'm saying is like I, I I got high hopes for the for the retune of Breeze when that I map see, gets see. buffed. I don't. I yeah, don't so I guess the yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, the map's gimmick itself, like other than shoot, is uh is long sight lines. We I mean we've talked ad nauseum about Breeze and how dog shit of a map it is. Um, but just to reiterate, um, I fucking suck at long range duels. <laughs> and Cass, the one who excels at long range duels here, hates opping on Breeze. He likes opping when people angles that people don't expect. The sneaky close angles, the weird ones, not the basic bitch angles. Yeah, well Breeze like I it's just like Like, yeah, the op can do well, but like I I don't know, like like I, I genuinely feel like the op is not as strong on that map despite the long sight lines as it is on other maps. I mean, I think it was kind of known as a very strong opping map. Mm. Uh, as a little <laughs> I mean, thought yeah. experiment, as a little thought experiment, Cass, where would you rank <laughs> Breeze if Viper and Harbor were removed from the game? So there's no more, you know, walling. You know, the classic wall onto A is deleted. Well, I like, I mean, that like that, that that's inherently the issue. I mean, what does Phoenix become meta because he has a fucking wall? I don't think like, I don't think Neon or Phoenix could act like adequately replace because that angle, like that distance you have to cross, is so long that your timing would have to be really tight to actually get to where you want to be with a Neon or a Phoenix wall. Well, for the entire team, maybe, but enough to it, it, enough to bully someone out of that back cubby by right titty. Okay, and whatever. Like, Neon and Phoenix are removed. There are no walls in okay, the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, if there are no removed. walls in the game, like you just can't fucking go A. Okay, okay. So you still think there's a problem, even if, you know, there are no walls. Yeah, like, okay. you, like you, you just Got can't it. fucking go away. There are too many damn things. I mean, what do you do? Play Brim? Drop all three smokes right at the start? Yes. I feel like that's... It would, it. it would make it better. I think that's the problem, is that Viper does exist. So, 
like you have the ability to do and wall stuff off. And so you do, and you kind of have to, because it's obviously way better than dome smokes. But if dome smokes were the only thing, then you'd, I think the meta on the map would uh, like change completely. Um, and like you said, it might just be go B every time. Um, but you know, they also wouldn't have a Viper, um, to hold B as, as strongly. So you know, like the problem yeah. was Viper was just so fucking powerful um, right, on right. both attack and defense. So, yeah, you you need to remove Viper from the game or somehow change a lot of the angles so that they could be effectively smoked off by domes. Well, like, yeah, even if you could, like, even if like all those other angles could be effectively smoked off by domes, which I think is would be a valid change for A site. I think you still run into the issue of B site doesn't have a great secondary entrance point like coming in from i believe it's called tunnels is like you have to expose yourself to so much of mid yeah um to like split into b and like like the issue with viper on b site in particular when viper's on defense isn't her fucking wall it, it's her orb plus her mollies that just say fuck you you're not getting through this b choke point like mm -hmm. And then if you widen said choke point, like, I'm pretty sure Viper's dome smoke is one of the biggest domes in the game. And so, so if you widen that choke point, then none of the other dome smokers can smoke it off either. Oh, yeah, that's why I was saying you just need to remove Viper entirely. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I, I, obviously they're not going to fucking do that. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I think, like, I think their appropriate answer here is adjust the way in which tunnels works and create another secondary valid entry point to be and then maybe adjust the geometry of A so that dome smokes can effectively do that. And then maybe you've got a solid argument for like, ah, oh, well, maybe we don't need a wall smoker on this map. Yeah, as I'm thinking about it, I feel like if they didn't do any of that and they just remove the wallers, the probably the like standard way to hit A would be to send at least two, well, probably like two or three people halls and then two or three people caves. And then the people in... Uh, caves wait to explode onto site or even really peak all that much besides like right side until the people in halls get up to switch and hit it. And you know, that you use your dome smoke to smoke off, you know, the door, the, uh, you know, angled doors. So you could, you could take, you know, switch fairly easily and then open the door and then swing out of caves. And then that all of a sudden flips the script on the defenders a little bit. Still not easy by any means, but I feel like that would probably be the best way to attack a, if you didn't have a wall. Okay. I know that NRG did that for a while, and this is pre-Optic NRG. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Wait, like pre-Optic NRG? Like, oh, pre-NRG so picking up, like, Optic, Optic players. Like, old oh, NRG. Oh, I see, I see. Like yeah, I, was be NRG. I was being dumb. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like, they, they ran double control on that map with Som playing Omen. And they would do, yeah, pretty much what you're saying. Drop one dome smoke on those, on the, like, the cracked door at the end of halls. Mm -hmm. Open up, switch, have Omen smoke on top of yellow, TP on, like, into his smoke there. And then just be a nuisance while the rest of the team, like, maybe there was one other person who was fighting with Omen at switch. And then the rest of the team was coming out of, um, uh, out of a main, or, like, caves area. And... Like, I think it was a really interesting strategy and just, like, approach to that site. But it didn't work out super well. Mm. 
So like I and like I've seen this work in a ranked game, obviously. I mean, well, we play ranked, different from the pro meta, but like I've seen a brimstone be picked and just be like, look, I'm just gonna fucking smoke off left titty, right titty, and the cleavage. And we're just gonna take that duel up close. We're gonna fucking get spiked down. And then that's just gonna be that. Like we don't play on site. Yeah, we're gonna hold and play yeah. for lineups. Yeah. Like everybody or like either rat on site or like in cubby bricks like that brick cubby like as long as you fucking can and delay as long as you can like the one or two people that like stay on site and then everybody else is just like they're gonna smoke off caves and we're just gonna have to spam down through that smoke and yeah, it actually like worked okay be long yeah it, it actually worked reasonably well-ish hmm. well um i don't know if you knew you were transitioning but it turns out Ready to move on to the next map? Yeah, yeah. it is Pearl. <laughs> Pearl is the second yeah, worst shocker. Map. <laughs> yes, yes. This one, uh, Chase had the uh, biggest hate boner for ranking it last, whereas Cass was seventh worst and seventh best, and me at sixth. So this one, uh, you guys more. were kind of middling on on Pearl. So yeah, yeah. I I think the map is very cool and interesting strategically. I just find it very frustrating to play. Um, so I feel like I can't hate it that much. I mean, I've just gotten to the point where I just play Phoenix. I install Phoenix immediately yeah. on that map because fuck playing any character and fuck turning my brain on at all <laughs> for that map. I yeah. am just going to run it the fuck down. I'm going to flash and die. And that's okay. Cause I just want the game to be over as quick yeah. as possible. And you know, sometimes that ends up with me match MVPing, And sometimes that ends up with me bottom fragging duelist. So um, Welcome to the Instalock Duelist role, Chase. Yeah, yeah I did that uh, for an entire interest, act. But I, the I fact that I continue gun to glue down your W key. Uh, I thought you were just calling me the glue guy. <laughs> no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say, speaking of, you know, we're talking about Breeze map changes. I feel like the map changes for B Sight and B Long on Pearl are have been really good like i agree i i I really do like the the changes there uh especially to the top of of ramps um yeah it makes it so much easier to to retake and or like you know more of a fair fight so i i think that that's a that's a good change but i still hate it yeah then like back it hauls as well having a little cubby to make it more dangerous and being able to hop up on the like screens or whatever it is from the defender without having to have a movement ability. Like in general, I think it does make it a lot more possible for the defenders to, you know, hold it down without just opping everybody. It makes it more interesting attacking or defending that site because there's just more options of things happening. And so I am liking that a little bit more before it was just so like the same thing every round. Um, Mm -hmm. And it still kind of feels like that, which is why it's at the bottom of my list. Yeah. Like the Uh, the Harbor wall is still goaded in terms of taking the site. Yeah, that it's, didn't the change. Cascades crazy. Yeah. Um you know, Harbor Viper's still fucking nuts on that map. There there's no change in that, so. Yeah, yeah. I like it, I don't know, it's one of the few maps where I feel like the pro meta really fucked up the rank scene. Yeah, like, the ranked to, really it, followed like, pro for that one. Yeah, like it it also really has to do with like the fact that it was played in the premier tournament. Um Everybody learned the pro meta. Exactly. Everybody's learning what the pro meta is to play that map. Yeah, okay. Um, I can see it. And, like, like, admittedly, I haven't played the game enough since the 
like I haven't played that map enough since the changes to it. And mm -hmm. on one of the games that I did play on that map, I basically was on Cypher Watch A duty. Um, so I did get to interact with all the changes on B. I don't think they changed Dick about A site. Um, and like, I, I don't know, but I, I feel like the changes are, are really good towards the defenders and give the defenders a viable chance of like either holding site outright or getting getting kills while the enemy team's pushing in to give your team a better chance in retake. Whereas before, it just seemed like you either have a goaded opper who's holding down B and just puts the fear of God in them to the point where they don't want to push it, or you just don't like you just don't get to keep that site, um, and like you're just playing a shitty retake scenario. I like I feel like now with the changes, like at least it gives you a chance to like do damage while they're coming in and or hold them off without yeah. just needing to rely on someone with the uh, the big stick. Yeah, especially a single smoke um, covering that like close angle, like that's a huge change, uh, like between screens and like the shitty default plant spot. Like a single yeah. smoke now covers that, mm -hmm. so that's a, that's a huge change. Um, that definitely helps on like holding sight. Yeah, and then also while this wasn't directly a pearl change, the nerf uh, of removal of one reserve mag for Phantom and Vandal definitely had Pearl in mind in terms of the spam fest that would occur with all the wall you heal. Oh, yeah. And I think that's good as well. I, I like the idea of having to think more about, you know, your bullets as a resource. And even more than that, it gives a reason to constantly swap for cool skins on the ground. Yeah, I, uh, I was gonna say, I, I feel like it's not exclusively due to that map. I feel Oh, like... not exclusively. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, but I, I agree it had it in mind. Because yeah. that's the most, like, glaring example of spam fest through smokes. Like, that was mm -hmm. the meta play, was fall back to top ramps and just your entire team spam spike. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of, like, you know, Deadlock coming out right after they made that nerf was definitely a consideration. You need um, spammy, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah true, you have true, uh, spammy like, utility. Like, a, like you just got to shoot her fucking like her fucking x-wing yeah they were area. trying to pre-buff deadlock yeah exactly yeah. because she they knew she was gonna be yeah she was gonna be shit so yeah. you're trying to pre-buff her saying oh mm -hmm. but like it's gonna take bullets there's an opportunity cost here yeah people still don't but, like i like i i haven't yet gotten to the point where like holy fuck my ammo reserves and like, not, like not been in a situation where I could realistically do something about it, but like I've gotten pretty close. <laughs> like I, I just like still have the mentality of like, okay, well my team is doing something else, but I'm still gonna spam this angle through this smoke just to like ensure nobody encroaches on this area while we're silently moving away or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and like. Like, I used to be able to reliably dump an entire mag into there and maybe a second. And now yeah, I dump and then that not, first not, mag not and then I go it, to yeah. reload and I look at how many bullets I have in reserve and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is my last mag. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit, I should probably go find a gun to pick up. Which, like, I've actually had to do that now, Tim. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've never had to do that before either. So I actually really enjoy that being a part of the game, too. Of, of like thinking about that and be like, oh, I'm actually concerned about what weapons are on the ground, you know, when I have a full buy. 
right? Which mm-hmm. I, I already, you know, I always have been because I like swapping for skins. And now there's a reason for me to do it besides just me wanting to do it. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah. which Chase might be a reason for you to start wearing the uh, the Phantom a little more. I mean, I've picked it up um, more in game because I need to because it's on the ground and I'm out of bullets. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I rarely get a kill with it. you can can find me and chase and you get a perfectly balanced valorant player in terms of phantom versus vandal it's something that i've started doing when either i get like i i get an entry kill on someone who i know like didn't fire their weapon or my teammate is going in first and dies and i know they didn't fire their weapon i just tap g as i'm running over their body yeah and i'm just like ah like sure i got plenty of bullets left in that gun but they got more um yeah. and just picking up whatever they have which is like that would have never been a consideration that's prior. interesting that you throw your current weapon to pick up the other one as you run over it instead of hitting after F, yeah instead of looking you don't at the, the thing is yeah it, it is faster because you yeah. don't have to look at, down at the ground yeah you don't have to look at the like, gun it, it, it yeah. is meta strat I, also, I, I definitely look at the gun more than throw. I don't really think to throw. Yeah. Which I, I've been every time I do it, I think ah, oh, I should have thrown there. I, yeah. I don't. You know, I'm I'm throwing just by being in the game. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just the next step. Yeah. All right. So the uh, next map, um, I'm actually really confused by by what I wrote here because I'm I'm looking at this here and I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> really you guys have split that far down yes yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. split is the next map really? oh, yes number is seven a, yes uh, number yeah yeah number seven uh that i have split at eight chase has it at seven and Cass has it up at five so yes so let's just say i ranked it perfectly yeah you did you, you nailed the ranking yeah i'm yeah, I'm surprised. I, I I didn't think you guys would be dogging on split that much. It's just boring, dude. I unlike the pearl changes, which I think made a significant difference, and arguably the bind ones as well. It's it's just like you know, take mid and win simulator. Um, no, I like, and also go back it, and forth from heaven to heaven until something exciting happens. Simulator as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't like that map at all. I don't know. I'm I'm in the uh like maps I don't play brim on to the bottom. <laughs> because Which is if weird because like your breach playing... goes hard on split. It always has. It, not recently. I mean I do like it, but I feel like one widening the, the A choke um mm. definitely nerfs my, my breach strats and it helps, it's a lot of delay, but it doesn't get the like it used to get frags. But now it doesn't get frags, it just yeah. Um so you know, some you don't get like Wait, the same. Oh fuck! Yeah, but you're breach. You're not supposed to be getting kills. No, but I would get aftershot kills constantly. Yeah, but I'm saying like, breach's job is to sit at the bottom of the scoreboard and like hopefully have a high number in the assist column. I mean that that works That's unless uh, I'm playing with you guys, <laughs> where you guys don't swing off my utils. So, <laughs> and and we're so low at the scoreboard that it's tough for Chase to be lower. <laughs> yeah hard to be at the bottom when i'm at the top of the leaderboard I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i i think you're just not playing breach to his maximum potential then i mean i i will <laughs> it's great anything else about split well okay um, i was gonna say that like i do think split might be the map that relies the most on having 
a, a solid team around you on. Um, and I'd say a lot of that comes from, I either find myself isolated a lot as Jet or fucking worthless trying to work my way up mid on Cypher. And I don't play the middle of the pack, like second or third entry agents really. Um, and so like, I, I probably see this problem exacerbated, but mm -hmm. like, I, I, I find it's the, it's the map more so out of any other one in the pool in which like having a semi-competent team that can't you, that you can rely to get shit done elsewhere on the map while you're doing something is way yeah. more valuable because you're, you're less likely to be able to steamroll your way into a round win. Um, whereas like, yeah, board, that is true. Steamrolling just is very difficult, uh, on split because of the chokes. Um, so I think, yeah, communication, like comms are really important on the map. And especially when you have, uh, you know, ranked teams that are silver, you just don't get comms all that often. Like sometimes you have perfect games where everybody's calming and you still lose. But um, mm -hmm. most of the time, you know, at least you know, one to four people are not calming at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm sitting there just like giving call outs to myself. Yeah, and yeah. it's really hard to to coordinate and like you know run plays or whatever, which I think you really need to do on split. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like like getting out of the B choke point on attack with like four to no utility is just brutal. I mean, it's just yeah. really hard to you know find a way to do that, even if you are hitting really good shots. Yeah, because I want to be like I'm gonna flash here. I need a smoke up top. I need. Yeah. I'm gonna stun this angle, Sage. I want you to wall up here, and then we can get onto site. You know, like that's right. that's how that should operate, uh, and I think that everybody kind of knows or should know that that's like how a normal exec operates, uh, but it's just not yeah. how it goes, especially when nobody's talking, and and then it's just like, oh, Cipher one weighed it, and four of us got sprayed down by an Odin that the rain is carrying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the the one way, the one way, like that's that might be one of the strongest one ways in the game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's because it huge. well because you could because you can combo it with a one-way camera. Yeah. Like there aren't I like I can't think of any other one-ways in the game that Cypher has a one-way camera to and the one-way. Yeah. I I, I don't I, play, I don't know much Cypher stuff, but I can't either. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, basically, like uh, for those of you who don't know, like the idea of a one-way camera is like it allows Cipher to see your the bottom half of your body, i.e., like your legs and stuff. Um, but because you because you can't see your head, you also won't be able to see his camera. Um, well, couldn't so, you like, just do that with any one-way if the camera were where you would be for the one-way? But Cipher also needs to be able to get a one-way into that area. And have a high enough vantage point to place the cam to get that angle difference. Hmm. For example, I know of two other one-way cameras, um, both of which are on bind, but there's no way to pair that with a one-way. With you in a separate location than your camera is. Because if the camera was just on the wall behind you. But then why would you be camming it to begin with? I guess you could be behind a pillar, behind cover. And yeah, yeah. Be, but... Well, like, I, I, I can't get both the one-way camera and the the one-way. 
Well, but like, like there's, the a, like there's a one way uh, out of showers unbind, right? Yeah, there is, but I can't cage off showers with a one way. Oh, oh, I was talking about a, a cage. There's no cage for it. No, there, there's oh, no right. cage for that. Or like, maybe there is, yeah. but the like, I, I can't get. Oh, the I see. I see what you're talking about. I, I was talking right. with cages the whole time, but yeah, you're talking like one way camera without a cage. Yeah, well, I'm saying like that. That's specific choke point on. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just get, confused. I was. Yeah, I was okay. arguing you, something you get that both I both yeah. the one way cage and the one way camera. Yeah, that's huge. Whereas, yeah, there are other ones where you can have either a one way cage or a one way camera, but you can't get both. Yeah, and like I think that's what makes that particular one way arguably the strongest in the entire game. Very interesting. Yeah, it's also a very important choke as well. But yeah, I I would be hard pressed to disagree. All right, uh, map number six. Yeah, so map number uh, six and uh, number five are going to be together because they are tied. They have the exact same three rankings, uh, however, different people doing them, obviously. And in both cases, the the numbers are four, five, and nine for both of them. So two people wow. had it in middling, uh, middling to high. And then one person hates the map. So the first, the first of these two, it doesn't really matter what order they're in because they're the exact same, is Lotus and the second is Ascent. Lotus is hated by Cass and Ascent is hated by me. <laughs> Ascent is my least favorite and Lotus is Cass's least favorite. Wow. Well, yeah. four, five, and nine yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah. It, is. it is. I knew Ascent was going to be Hunter's, uh, Hunter's mm. least favorite because he was talking about it earlier today. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, I'm kind of surprised, uh, Hunter, that you have uh, Lotus as high as you do. Yeah, yeah, I've at five. I have it at five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, while I have had a lot of frustrating games, I just love the um, the three sites and like. I think the gimmicks are really cool with the doors being fun to play around. Um, so while I want to get better at the map, there are just so many cool things about it that it's hard for me to hate it. It's, it's smack it's so dab in fun. the middle. It's what? just fun. Yeah. It's like a fun, there's so many things going on with like three sites and each of them have like little like mm-hmm. factors about them. I know Cass thinks that the sites themselves are like way too convoluted. Yeah. Um, it's specifically what a site, um, Cass really hates. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, like I, like, most people hate a site. A site is most people's problem with it. I think. Yeah. I, most of the time I think the a site doesn't get like utilized um like a lot of the time like it plays out in a very similar way in post plant or you know yeah. just defending the site um the last game that we played which is when we like played right before we wild on this game. podcast yeah it was a wild game but i think that we like the site was utilized a lot more in that game than i've seen it in m- many games uh like there were just uh duels happening basically at every point on the site which you don't usually see you see Kind of the cup, like same couple locations all the time. Yeah, and I um, will say along the. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I was gonna say like most sites are like that. Yeah. I think like you kind of have duels in the same couple of places, and it's because they're simpler. But I, I like the site because it allows for it to kind of get crazy, and you have duels happening all over the place throughout yeah. the course of a game. I actually really enjoyed the fact that you know you'd have a different interaction with someone like totally different like map geometry every time you were like, you know, attacking or like retaking that site. 
Yeah, and another unique thing about A along those lines is that the like choke point for the attackers to come out of is so far back that there's this interesting opportunity to, you know, do a high stakes but high reward, high risk, high reward defensive push to gain, you know, rubble slash ruins control, which, you know, you see a lot happen in, in the pro game, or at least, you know, some sort of simulated pressure there. Um that it doesn't happen in ranked as consistently, but you know, it's a cool feature. People often like nade it, you know. Yeah, something like that. You know, maybe like C's nade because that's just a very classic. You know, right, right off off the yeah. barrier drop. But <laughs> there was one time I was playing this act when I was you know in Instalock Reina main. Um, I just didn't really feel like you know talking in voice chat. I was being lazy, and so I, I typed to my team. We were positioned outside A. Uh, Rays will likely nade this immediately, but I accidentally typed that in all chat instead. <laughs> so I kind of reported where our team was, assuming the other the other team, you know, has an idea of what the the meta what of the that common raise is. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Nate is, yeah. Yes, probably Rays knew, I would think. Um yeah. Okay, so, here's here here's my big issue with A site in particular. Mm-hmm. If you could take full control of any given site and all avenues to that site in some theoretical scenario, right? You should, because you put the effort in to do that, be able to plant the spike in an area that is visible to those avenues. Like if we name pretty much any other site in the game, um, with perhaps the exception of Ascent B site, which is a shit show in its own right. But, um, Amen, like, brother. We'll get to that like, next. Okay. <laughs> what, 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 what's Ascent like A site, right? You can plant that spike for all of heaven, main, or tree. And at least you can get two out of those three, right? And then, like, on, um, like on Ascent B site, which I already decided, or which, which I already said, like, has its own issues with it. Right, you you can plant the spike for either like you can plant it so that like boat boathouse and lane can see it, or you can plant it so that like uh, boathouse and stairs can see it. But like point being is like there are multiple there are multiple avenues that can actively peek and check on the spike, and you should be able to do that by nature of having taken full control of the given site. Like that is that is the advantage that you get. Whereas, like if you're just gonna, if you're not going to take control over a given avenue, like you probably don't want to be planting the spike for said avenue. Also, it might it's probably just not safe to be planting it for that avenue. Um, whereas when you look at when you look at a site on Lotus, like I would say default plant spot is for tree yeah kinda mm-hmm. yeah like, kinda for tree kinda because you like, have you to like to, really swing yeah, for you that still need to really yeah. swing that angle to see the spike um and like i personally like planting on if you're looking at the map like top down i like planting on the bottom right corner so that mm-hmm. someone who is silent tree or you have to swing pretty far on like a main to see it but like so that those three avenues can like kind of see it but that's 
like no one ever fucking plants there when like when yeah. we're a ranked game. Yeah, and yeah. I don't usually carry the spike, so I often don't get to elect where the spike gets planted necessarily. Yeah, you, um, you mentioning that cast is interesting to me because like I agree with what you're saying in terms of the site being unique. I just don't think it's a bad thing. But it's interesting that, you know, we often talk we've talked about on the podcast and we complain constantly in our ranked games about when people, you know, plant in a default spike plant that's like safe, but you know, hard to defend. And I feel like Lotus's A site defight default spike plant might be actually one of the best in the game for the reason that, like you're saying, it's kind of awkward to get a very easily defensible spike plant down. And it's also so much quicker to take control of default than it is to clear all of sight, including like, you know, secret and heaven and stuff to be able to plant in a more open position. So oftentimes I think you are best off just planting default on Lotus. Um, yeah, granted, but I think it's like, like I think it's it's not quite as bad as planting for quote unquote default on Pearl B Long, but like, like fuck, it's not a good plant, man. Like the, it, it, it's so easy to get bullied off of that area. And I feel like you're, like, once you get that spike down, I feel like you're almost better off playing ahead of the spike and trying to stop people from being able to retake from that avenue. But then there are also so many, like, quick flank opportunities or just ways for the defense to, like, box you in uh, that that also makes that somewhat unviable because then you'd have to re-swing around the angle to even see what's going on at the spike. Like, I, I, I just feel like because of the way in which that box functions... And there's no avenue to get good sightline to, like, I, I I think if you just removed that weird wooden structure that's, like, on the side there that people plant on either side of, being left or right, like, if that wasn't there, I think it, I, like, I think that'd be an improvement. Like, obviously, it'd make getting spike down not as safe. Yeah, but, way less safe. But nonetheless, like, it... Like, it, it, it's just, like, it, it, it boggles my mind that, like, you can have full fucking control of A. You can have heaven, you can have secret, you can have tree, you can have, uh, whatever that hallway connector bullshit is. Like, you can have fucking everything. And there's still no good plant spot. I mean, I think, one, you're, you're ignoring a couple of things. One, that, uh, the person playing tree in post-plant has a very high success rate for being, as you say, like a very shitty post-plant spot. Um, I think that it is, like, kind of very strong, at least... Uh, I would agree. You know, in, in games. You know, people often are successful at holding tree to that default, um, regardless of, you know, whether or not they can see it or easily peek it. You know, a lot of characters have mollies that they can use to, to delay diffuse, and then they have to swing you like it, it just works a lot of the time. Yeah. So I think it having like an anecdotally high success rate kind of, you know, negates the it being a bad plant spot. Yeah, you see it happen um, in pros as well. Pros plant default in play tree. Yeah, I just like because I think that's the best option you have on that site, that doesn't mean I think it's a good option. Now, here the other thing that I think that you would probably like more if this were easily attainable which i also don't think it's easily attainable but if you're to take sight and have ev all control like you're saying planting like back sight um which you could peek from silent or heaven 
could be very strong because you could yeah, then like just it. play like flip the map and control heaven right and then you could play uh so that you know you can peek out of heaven there you can see all of backside you know if you're to plant like on that uh, right side wall um right from attacking side then you know you can see that quite easily from heaven and then you know you could even drop to silent as like a mix up yeah Okay, I I do agree that that's a better plant spot, but like, well, like yeah, I, I I do think as a team, after you plant on A, you should push for heaven control, like heaven control is something you really want. Unlike on on other maps, when mostly because there's only one avenue for the defenders to really fight for heaven on, um, and you can force them to come around that that box, um, but like. Yeah, like, unlike other maps where people, like, on a sent A side, like, often try to take heaven control, I feel like isn't, like, you often see teams overextend and die that way. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, you're probably better off just dropping down to smoke or whatever other utility you have and just delaying the defenders from flooding out of heaven for as long as you possibly can. I feel like, yeah, on, on A side ascent, like, you should be taking heaven control. And like it's something you really want. It just almost never happens in ranked games. I mean, and I therefore, think, why would I plant? Like, yeah. why would you plant for backside when like your team's probably not going to help you take heaven anyway? I mean, I'm not sure that I fully agree with the analysis of it being the best to push for, just because I think it can be really difficult to push for it. Because like, while you're focused on taking heaven. You have to worry about someone coming through breakable door from B and through, uh, you know, stairs, stairs and, and yeah. relatively quickly wrapping around. Like in general, I think the th the strength of the site is that if you have multiple people like on the site proper, it is very awkward to reclear that. And therefore, I think on Lotus, even in ranked, much more than other sites, you end up being willing to play, take much more aggressive fights, um, rather than the whole, you know, they're like. For example, we're talking about Ascent A-Site. Like, Ascent A-Site is oftentimes just plant for main, go back to main. The defenders can, you know, retake site itself with fairly minimal resistance. Maybe one person is there to hopefully get a couple kills. Whereas on Lotus, you never see, like, three people go tree and all together, you know, try to defend it. Or maybe you occasionally do. But oftentimes you see, you know, someone dug in secret or on site and, and stuff like that, or, or multiple people. Because I think it's a defensible site, even though the, you know, spike plant isn't optimal for peaking immediately. I, like, the, I, and, like, again, this is a bit more anecdotal here, but, like, and I believe I sent you at least one of these clips. I don't know if I sent you the other one because it wasn't very clean on my part, but, like, like, I've been able to get a few 1v multiples on A-Site Lotus just based on the fact that, like, as you're saying, because it's a lot more like convoluted and how you play around the, like the site itself is like it does lend itself towards a defender being able to take multiple 1v1s uh as they're working their way out where their team can't effectively swing and trade them because yeah. of the geometry of the site and like yes at our at our level not super likely somebody's going to win four 1v1s or three 1v1s or whatever that may be but like you're you're in a scenario where like you often have to give them the opportunity 
to maybe hit those shots. Um, like it, it, I, I find that it's not a site that you can very effectively swing and trade with your teammates because of because of the geometry that is on the site itself. And like I, mean, I, I also mean? think that like the site is just it, it's physically too small. I don't mind the yeah, size because there's so much area around that's important, whether that's tree or stairs or heaven. Like, yeah, the area of the site itself is small, but the area of the relevant surroundings is, you know, not the biggest of, you know, and the maps, but I think it's more reasonable. Look, I, I don't, I'm not saying you need to make the plant area bigger. I'm saying you need to make that open box area bigger. Well, what if they were just yeah. to icebox it? And by that, I mean close off that tube entirely. Mm. Interesting. So you can't be in the middle of it? Yeah, what if it was just like a big brick? I, I don't think I like that. I think I like it the way it is. I don't think I like it either. I, I like it how it is too. But, you know, it, it would make the, the site a lot simpler. You'd still be able to play around a little bit. Um, but, you know, there, there wouldn't be like three avenues of site that you could be on um, defending. Like I, I'm not sure if I think that's like the issue or the solution either. Like, I, like I, I, I still stand by my, my initial thought on this. I feel like if they doubled the size of every site, they would all just be better. Like if you just made the sites themselves just twice as large, it'd make for a much better site. So what we're learning is castles saying, a little claustrophobic. Like yeah. I, I'm not saying you need to increase the area in which you can plant the spike. If you still want to keep the plant restrictions what they are right now, I think that's fine, but I think that there needs to be more area <laughs> to be able to play around with your team in without it just being, ah, fuck you, get jammed in here. Well, I'm happy to agree to disagree and move on unless anyone... Yeah, anyone de definitely. Is there anything else we wanted to say on Ascent before we move on to the next one? I hate it. I need... <laughs> We've talked about Ascent a good bit. It's been in the game for forever. Anything else on Ascent? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I had it pretty high just because it's like, you know, kind of like a mid-map. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's literally the it's to, like perfect middle of your ranking, so you have it at five. Yeah, yeah I have I, it I, right in the center. It's like fine. Yeah. I'm so surprised I, that it wasn't higher on Cass's list because he said it's his top choice for so long. That's actually yeah, the most, geez. like... Like the the most surprising part of this that I just am noticing now is that this is yeah, not Cass's number Cass. one, not even top yeah. three. No, yeah. the uh, having to play Premier on that map it was very fucking frustrating. Yeah, like if it wasn't for the Premier that we the games that we had to play on that map, I think I would have it significantly higher. But and I I, I blame TMV for this. Um, way too many teams were just running the strat that he said you should run, and it is very effective, and we don't have the agent uh, flexibility to run that comp. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like it's just a really, like, the again, I think this is part of pro play leaking into ranked play, like, especially with people who are taking it seriously for Premier specifically. Um, I think the pro meta ruins that map um it's a pretty boring map to watch in pro you are right so yeah like i i 
I, I just find that when you're playing it with like the pro meta, it's just not not fun and it's oppressive to push onto sites when you have a ranked team that is not really willing to take mid control and then slow it down and then try to split onto one of the sites and it's just oh we're all gonna go through garage yeah. and then lo and behold gets rage rocketed get garage odin spammed then, oh yep. we have no mid control we have no a control they could be in our fucking spawn and we're just yeah you're just boxed in well, Tom, um, the, the, them being in the spawn is they've kind of taken themselves out of the, the round if they're <laughs> all the way in your spawn. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I feel like that's like, yeah, the, the pro meta really ruined that map for ranked play. Interesting. I don't know. I'm not sure I've, if I I've never, I never have like a, a time where I queue into to Ascent and I'm like, damn, I got Ascent. Like, it's always just like, great, we're playing. But I'm not. I'm not yeah. excited about it either. That's that's why it's the most mid map for me. There you have it. We described Descent many many episodes ago as the basic girl on Tinder who you know exactly what you're going to get when you look at the profile. So, yeah. Well, I actually, that's what I said, and you guys agreed. Uh, Ascent wants to be taken on an adventure. Yes, they like <laughs> long walks on the beach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they've got a picture in a sunflower field. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. This one is interesting because had I ranked it at the same position as both of you, it would be in a three-way tie with Ascent and Lotus. But instead, I am elevating it from the, the quagmire of the middle rankings. Oh, no. That is Icebox. Uh, Cass okay. and Chase put it at six. I put it at three. So I, I'm single-handedly wow. dragging it up a little bit. <laughs> you are dragging yeah. it up. Yeah. I think it's just so fun. Uh, I think that like the mid of Icebox is incredibly unique. It's the most you know wacky mid of any map. Uh, you know, kitchen playing kitchen on top of tube. You know, the sight lines are very unique, and then just the fun with the zip lines on A uh, is yeah. It's just a and the verticality as well. Like it's just a cool map. So you can't say it's got the wackiest mid, and then like like pearls in the game. Pearl is so yeah, much more of a basic mid, mid than Ascent. Like, Pearl, the mid, is a, it's an open area that there are four entrances to. And the fact that there are four entrances, like, makes it complicated. But it's not nearly as wacky as, oh, you enter, and then you can take this, like, secret passage to, you know, get up, you know, into this, this other area that you can go split off from. Or you can go on top of that tube, or you can go under. Like... I yeah I think it's, it's like easy well, to but say Pearl has the whole wraparound where you can get from like B link to A link through like that's not mid at that point that's after mid no, that's, that's all mid that's, that's all no mid. that's all mid no 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 that's all mid what no you're fucking you're fucking counting kitchen as mid motherfucker no I'm saying you can you get, get to argue I'm saying the way you get that, to like, kitchen is very wacky like the whole point is like you 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 smoke off one angle in mid you know by tube and then immediately you gain access. To like this whole new area, like yeah, you could you could go to like you know if you take Wait, art so control every map on the fucking game. I smoke off one of the angles and I gain access to the other one. No, what, what in what mid are you dropping a smoke in the middle and that opening up this very narrow pathway to you, like into this you know very different space? Like, um, yeah, I drop a smoke on tree 
and I have that's to not in the middle of mid. <laughs> you missed the key thing that I said. Anyway, okay, well, we're not going to agree on this, but uh, yeah, icebox mid, I find fun. Icebox verticality, oh, I find fun. Icebox's mid is about as useful as Bind's mid is. What What are you talking about? <laughs> what he's saying that there's no mid? No, I under no, I understand <laughs> Cass's joke. I'm saying that I what a weird take. Icebox's that is a weird take because there's a lot of important. strategies that do revolve around going mid. Uh, when you're yeah. like attacking on Icebox or defending, and you're like taking that space and control, it's really important. Yeah, and um, yeah, go ahead. I I grew to like Icebox quite a bit, but yeah, you know, it, it's never been at the top of my list. I just I do actually really enjoy playing Zova on that map, so it, mm-hmm. it's uh it's nice to to have a map where I enjoy playing another character. Yeah, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for the uh, hype video. Uh, anyway, that's that's a little teaser. Um. But I also think that whether you're going A or B, but particularly A, the late round game in mid can absolutely swing the round. There's very often that you find, you know, 1v1s occurring very late in rounds between the last person rotating and, you know, an attacker who's trying to catch that. Whether they're, you know, playing back in mid or, you know, posted up in kitchen. Uh, It has a unique late round significance, I think. Um, yeah, well, anything else about Icebox? No, Wait, fuck, no. it's got the same significance as Split does. It's, it's like, I guess ooh, there's one guy lurking up mid on Split that we all know is gonna fucking be there, and like maybe he's gonna catch the last guy rotating off or not. Ah, it's 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 different, it's different. Uh, all right, the next one, okay, is... we're in the podium positions, right? This is yes. third place, we are in the podium positions, yes. Uh, Bind is number three. And this one is a bit of a shocker as well in that uh, Cass and Chase both put it as their third pick. And I put it as my fourth, which is funny because I've been an outspoken bind defender for a long time. But, you know, over the past oh, half year or so. What's no, up? Never mind. Keep going. No, no. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Keep... just saying over the past half year or so, I've grown to like other maps more. So weird that I'm the lowest on bind, but, you know, still not that low. It's still my fourth favorite map. Yeah, I'm so glad they brought Bind back. Yes, like, I missed it. I, I, uh, yeah. I think the changes are really good. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good good map. Cass, you were gonna say yeah. something, but you bit your tongue there. Uh yeah, we'll 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 get there later because it's not it's not about Bind. Well, it's not set in stone. Um, okay, interesting. You got me intrigued the, for sure. Uh no, basically, what I really like about Bind is that you can off all four avenues. Yeah. Very effectively. Um, and I would kind of sort of say the same thing about Ascent, but people have gotten better at dealing with that. Yeah, the op has been uh, strong on Ascent for so long that people are used to it. Yeah, whereas like with Bind, I feel like, like people don't expect you to have an op in Hookah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they kind of just expect you to be. They long. expect you to be long. Yeah. And then if you're not long, it's like, oh well, like we didn't find him long. Maybe he was showers. Um, but yeah, like it'd be, nobody expects the hop up close in hookah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And then like if you I was saying, you love those wacky uh, op angles. Yeah. 
like like if you get Uto dumped, you've got a relatively safe-ish escape um, getting out of Uhuka, unless there's the a Ish is doing some heavy lifting, but yes. The what? The Ish is doing some heavy oh, lifting he, on yeah. safe-ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I I'd say you're I'd say you're fairly safe, assuming your team is holding the other avenue being long. It's uh, it's when you lose long that uh, your retreat you're is not, not so safe. safe. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I I like Bind. I think it's cool. I think the teleporters are better now, but still a little bit of a meme. Um, at least in rank play, like in the the few games that I saw from uh, the LCQ tournament on Bind, I don't think there were very many of them. But um, like there were definitely, like there are definitely some interesting, interesting TP shenanigans now. Yeah. With the 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 different location, but um, yeah, the outside TP I feel like gets utilized a lot more and a lot more interestingly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I the inside TP I mean, it hasn't changed, so it it's the same. But like the the movement of of that uh outside teleporter. I think changes a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it just gives the defenders a lot less time to react because they're you walk out of the TP and you're basically in showers, and so it's um like I I I think you just need to be way more conscious about the fact that like okay well well yeah we saw three or four of them belong and they pushed us out of octagon but maybe we don't rotate yet. Yeah, we need to like leave somebody on site, you know, to yeah. make sure because they could be here planting triple in like ten seconds, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I've definitely got a lot of value just like posting my ass up in showers, not moving when they're all be, mm-hmm. then a few people come back eventually. Back. Yeah, um, I haven't quite worked out the whole trigger discipline aspect of the game yet it's uh <laughs> not my forte but uh there yeah. were definitely some opportunities that i could have trigger disciplined it and hopefully gotten more than i did but it's it's really bad when uh when you trigger discipline and then you get caught by like the third player in so. oh that's the worst feeling. Yeah, you're just avoiding that feeling yeah you know, i'm just thinking like like who the fuck do you think you are is the third player to be yeah, clear clearing that this angle yeah it's like like, first of all, how little faith do you have in the rest of your team? And um, second, and, uh, fuck granted. you. Well, they were like yeah, warranted yeah. little faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, warranted, but also fuck you. Don't check this asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've gotten better at trigger discipline over time, but my issue is that it's a definite weak point of my game that if I have that situation where I see a bunch of targets that aren't looking at me, I do a really bad job staying calm and uh, patient enough once I start firing to go head to head. It's like the first guy is headshot, the next guy, every bullet is in the body. And then at that point, you know, they have a lot of, the last two guys have a lot of opportunity to turn around. Um, yeah. A lot of times, I could, you know, there are absolutely some moments I could have had like insane multi kills if I just, you know, uh, grid shot, kept going between heads. Um, Likewise. Yeah. All right. I'm actually really excited um, to figure out what's our number one, number two. Obviously, I, I know which maps they are, but which order would it be? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I was trying to think if there's some cool way to reveal this, 
And I guess I'll just say that um, I'm shocked at the results here. Uh, and that's that somehow when I saw this on the spreadsheet, I went back and checked all of our rankings to make sure I didn't mess it up. We are unanimous in our top two, <laughs> both in the maps and the order. Fracture at no two way. for all of us and Haven at number one for all of us. Speak up if you also, didn't do that, if I did mess it up. No, no, <laughs> no that what, is my ranking, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said wasn't locked in stone, but I got, I like, my, my podium was the final podium. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was. Because that, that, that's, that, that's what I was holding my, my tongue on, because I was like, oh, it is technically possible both those guys ranked Fracture at number one. Yeah, I just yeah. swapped Bind and Icebox. Although I highly doubted it, but yeah. The, um, yeah. Yeah, that I just am mind blown by that because I've been a Haven fan for forever, but I didn't really realize you guys liked it that much. And then Fracture has grown on me a lot, and I think you guys as well over time. I I've always liked Fracture. Yeah. I, I think that I think that uh Fracture is probably the biggest hot take here in terms of not necessarily the pro scene, but the Valorant general community. Like looking through oh, yeah, some people posts. hate Fracture, but we yeah. love Fracture, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> Such a cool map. So many options of how to play it and just the whole, you know, the zip line to come from either side. It it's it's one of the it's one of the most unique gimmicks, I think, in terms of how much it affects the way the game is played. Um I mean it's Definitely. a pretty dramatic one, so you would hope it would, but yeah. It, yeah, it's so much fun. I I love that map. Uh, even mm. though I hate certain avenues on it and like certain parts about it, like I've talked at length about before. Um it's just a fun map. And I like the fact that yeah. we like a map that, you know, the general consensus is that yes. it's not good. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm, we're definitely cool. going to have some people in the Discord being like, fuck you and your <laughs> fracture take. Yeah. So <laughs> let us know in the Discord if you hate our uh, map choices. Oh, they will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then at number one, of course, the king. What What's there to say? I love Haven. <laughs> Yeah, Haven. Yeah. Ha I hope they never like uh, cycle Haven out of the pool. It just stays. I'm in sure there they forever. will eventually, yeah. but like, may I hope not because Haven's just a great map, and especially yeah. having three sites being like you know so unique when that came out as you mm -hmm. know have, being a three site map, um, for for like attack FPS. Yeah, I think it's interesting as as well how it has this this scenario. That Lotus sort of does, but in a very different way with its three sites, where it's like a 2.5 site map, where for yeah. a lot of rounds, B is just the way, you know, an important vantage point in controlling mid, especially when it comes to like lurking and late rounding. But then like, sometimes, you know, it ends up being a final destination or a hard rush plan. Um, yeah. It's yeah, so the balance on the three sites, I think, is really good. It is on the on the map. Um, yeah, because it's an option, but like you know, the vast majority of rounds you're not going B. You could say yeah. the same about Lotus, but you're right; it, it, it like is different because mm -hmm. then it also has the opportunity to be, you know, a, a full hit to B. Um, it's just a really good balance. I don't know if they've quite struck that with with Lotus. Uh, and I can't put my finger on exactly where that, that numbers game balance is different, but it is. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I mean, I, well said. Uh, yeah, I think that, like, at least from the, again, from the games that I saw in the LCQ, although there weren't all too many of them, I feel like teams have started to use B a bit more 
as a true third site. And I think Fnatic was doing that a fair amount during uh, their Masters Tokyo run as well. Um, like, I, I, like at least lately in the pro meta, I, I've seen B not be an afterthought of, ah, fuck. It's late in the round. We don't have time to rotate over to C. I guess we're going B, mm-hmm. which like kind of was what it had been for a while. Or as Hunter was saying, it's just like an avenue for someone to late work up towards the end of the round. But I, I, I feel like I've seen it in the pro scene getting more viable use um and admittedly i'm not a huge advocate for this just because i don't like personally doing it and routing that way but i feel like like b-side actually a very strong pistol um pistol hit if the enemy team does not have like a sage you can just wall it off well, because, like, Sage would be able to just wall you guys off, like, in mid. Um, and, like, yeah, that's going to take a lot of fucking pistol rounds to break. Um, but, yeah, like, assuming they don't have a Sage, and I don't think Sage is crazy common on that map, uh, at least in my yeah. experience of it. So, like, I, I yeah, I, don't, I, I feel like B is often a lesser defended site on pistol that you can very easily overwhelm with numbers. And then once you're in there, like, okay, like, yeah, I, I, I feel like for pistol rounds specifically, when you don't have to worry about like high powered weaponry, um, you can more effectively play as a team on site itself and just outside site to, like, it's unlikely the defenders are going to be able to, like, all come in at the same time and, like, crunch you. Yeah. Like, that level of coordination just doesn't exist in ranked. Um, And so I feel like it's actually a pretty strong pistol hit. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Maybe we should incorporate that next time Haven is in the pool. It's not, I'm pretty sure, in this current one. which is unfortunate. I would love it to be. I'm talking about Premier, just to be clear. I kind of transitioned without saying that. But next time Premier, we get to play Haven. I, I would be very down to do that more of pistol round hard B hits. Yeah, I, I feel like I've almost never done that pistol. You yeah. don't do that, which I think is a strong point because it's not expected. Yeah, there's um, no way the like... enemy Killjoy is going to set up her stuff on B pistol round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. But there's also yeah. no way they expect the Spanish Inquisition. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is true. Very yeah. true. I feel like we shouldn't say it on podcast what it is so that, you know, it's more unexpected. No, you have to face us in Premiere on Haven yes, to understand. Yes. <laughs> right. That, you won't expect it until it happens. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking about the fact that uh, Haven, you know, if you look at C long of Haven in a vacuum, it kind of looks like B long on Pearl. But the key difference is that Garage exists as well as this great equalizer. You have either this really long duel or this really close range duel. And so you can like lean on one or the other. And how well you're coordinated and how well that you know is planned out is... There's just so much interesting that can happen when it comes to the battles there. Yeah, and it's so much tighter, that, that angle. Yeah. Right? So yeah. There's, a, there's less going on. Uh, there might be the same amount going on on like defender side. Yeah, but yeah. there there can be way less going on on attacker side, which makes it more, you know, I think, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I stated this on the last podcast we were on, but like, it's the freest off angle in the game. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. No wonder you like Haven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, you were saying that like the top three was your top three. It was also my top three. So. Yeah, it was literally just yeah. me having bind behind, uh, having icebox at three and bind at four. I just swapped those I mean, two. Granted, and I lost that, like I, it kind of needs to be because that's how this works when we all have even waiting. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, mostly mostly a fuck you, Hunter. <laughs> but also, I'm just really podium. surprised that Cass and I have uh, agreed on anything. I'm shocked podcast. that all three <laughs> yeah. of us yeah. agreed yeah. at one and two. That is actually insane. Yeah. So, so there you have it. Um, you know, I I was expecting some of the you know the back and forth over the middle ones. Not expecting for us to be like these are just straight up the best maps in the game. Now you know. Haven fracture bind top three, um, you know we're just right. Let us let us yeah. know in the Discord what you think. <laughs> yeah. So I had I had the I went ahead and actually threw together the PowerPoint for like the best pro players per gun. I'm thinking of saving that for a future podcast episode. Uh, that's good with you guys. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, I think I think this is a a, a makeshift episode as it is. We yeah. Can, uh... Yeah. Can I, can I, I think I'll just, I really just have one other, one other idea for today, unless anyone else has it, which is just a super quick update on my channel. You are the host. Yeah. Um, so as I stated on a, the, a couple podcasts ago for this act, my goal was to insta lock Reyna, uh, at the start of the act until I unlocked deadlock. And then from there decide on an agent to main. And I've told both of you guys, a. a sort of what it is, but there's a, there's some nuance to it because as I was thinking things through, there were three agents that came to mind for me. Uh, all of which are agents that I thought I would enjoy to an extent and would be useful for me to play with us three in particular, but then also the, the, you know, the, the regulars that we play with as well. Um, and those were Harbor Gecko and sky. Those were my three that I was deciding between. Um, and my thoughts were that if I just pick what would I have the most fun with? Gecko. Um, however, Gecko has some serious limitations. Um, so I was like, you know, maybe probably not optimal amongst those three. And then Harbor, it was like kind of map dependent on how good he is. And then also like sometimes I want to not be constantly water bending the whole map. I want to be able to do something a little different, something more aggressive perhaps. Um, and then sky, I kept thinking, man, it would be great if I could play sky because I, uh, you know, sky is a fantastic agent and would be, would really fit well into our team comps. But then I kept coming back to the fact that I was like, I just don't, I'm not sure that I enjoy sky that much. Like, I feel like she, of the three, she's the one that I am least, you know, likely to enjoy playing. So I decided, I was like, you know what? Normally I play like, you know, 12 agents in comp over the course of an act. Um, if it's not just one after the Reina, that's okay. So what I decided, since I've been enjoying the Yoru lately, is that I'm going to hover Yoru and then fill... Unless, you know, it really works in the team comp. And then I'll play Sky. Which means uh, I will probably play, be playing Sky around like 80% of the time in that. Because Yoru is very often not a great pick when you have a, a Jet and Arena get claimed. So 
I will be the Yoru will be there for for fun if other people are you know ready with good roles. But I'll be playing mostly Sky. <laughs> so that's that what interesting. I decided. Yeah, because I I just thought you'd chosen Sky. Um, yeah, I came up with that so that I I don't hate my life too much if I don't okay. enjoy Sky as much. Yeah, yeah, I I like the little nuance there. Thanks. Um, I'm actually really surprised you chose Sky. Because uh, that would definitely not have been my one of my guesses, like yeah. as to who you're going to choose before. Mm-hmm. But you've been playing Sky, like it works. Thanks. Yeah, since I decided on it and started grinding some TDM with Sky, and then played my first comp earlier today, I, I like playing Sky more than I thought. You know, it's your util is so useful; it feels good to set up your team with it. Sky's just so mm-hmm. good still. She, yeah, right. Like so yeah. we were talking about how broken yeah. she was like forever ago. Right. And right. then like she kind of fell out of the meta, and I never understood why. And then now I, I feel like she's coming back into the meta, like even yeah. up in pro, people are starting yeah. to be like, "Oh yeah, Sky, she was fucking gr- like good," and yeah, yeah, she is still very good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and then the... go ahead, go ahead. Oh, this is like a semi non sequitur. But like it is somewhat related to the issue on hand, and I feel like, like when you look at the like when you look at like uh let's see like, Reina, Omen, Gecko, and then Yoru Decoy, is like, all these abilities can be good and can be strong, but they don't count. Or like I I I wouldn't say you can count them as a full flash just based on the fact that they they're conditional yeah um and so i feel like if you're picking a gecko you still need somebody else on the team to be playing flashes i think in ranks Uh, you can get away with it but it also depends on the team you're playing in the map and this guy's just such a good fill you want um yeah but yeah no like i like yeah I, I like I don't know because I I remember that being like a a more contentious point when Gecko came out, um, and I feel like people maybe still aren't quite adjusted to the fact that you have to shoot the Dizzy. Yeah, but um, I still I still dodge Dizzy flashes sometimes. I, I dodge not? Dizzy flash yeah. and I still try to shoot Sky Flash. Like I don't <laughs> like it, it, my brain is needs to rewire those yeah. opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's the advantage of uh, never trying to shoot Skyflash in the first place. Yeah. Same here. Kidnapped I should still shoot my it brain all the fucking time. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, the Dizzy Flash is... Yeah, like, I, I, I tried treating it like a like a Skyflash, like, right when Gecko first came out. And then, like, obviously people told me, yeah, you can't turn from that. You got to shoot it. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I've just definitely gotten it down now to, like, yeah, okay, I got to shoot this thing. But um, I don't play against geckos enough to have the you know the habits yet, unfortunately. Mm. I, I I feel like I've seen enough geckos to kind of have mm. that down. The thing that kind of still bothers me, and like obviously you run into this issue with um, with like uh, Rainalier as well, but I feel like that's more predictable when and where that's coming from, partially just because of the range restriction on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you can often be like, hey, like or like you hold the angle, I'll shoot the rain alier, or vice versa. Uh when you know that there's probably gonna be a rain alearing through a given choke or whatever. Uh yeah. with the Dizzy, I find that like it still does a pretty good job of pulling everyone's fucking crosshair to it. Mm-hmm. Um there, there's not an like I, I feel like people haven't really gotten to the level yet at which it's like, okay, like 
I got I got the gecko utility. You fucking hold the choke. All right, well, um, I've heard enough. I'm actually naming gecko. <laughs> <Just kidding>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the challenge. Um, I kind of forgot you're doing the challenge. To be honest, uh, I mean, we haven't played together all that much. We really time. haven't been playing yeah, together that much. Yeah. So yeah, I, was, I, I, I definitely looking... played a couple of games with you on Reyna, but not that much. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not rain Reyna for very long because, uh, um, in terms of comp games, because I grinded a lot of TDM since it came out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He just unlocked uh, pretty quickly, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, deadlock. Yeah. 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 Two I was, things I was I... worried that you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was worried you weren't going to get to deadlock before, uh, um, before the timer and you were going to keep yeah. buying bullshit from the accessory store. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're gonna have to grief our team comps for a very long time. But yeah, now I'm doing the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's interesting because what I heard was that like the time to unlock it, the agent should be about the same as it was before. Was it two hundred thousand XP in total to get to level five before? Yeah, I don't. Like that. I don't know, but it felt really fast because like I was gone for like a whole like over a week with it of like the three week of the um four weeks to unlock deadlock and i still managed to do it with like a data oh but you just have but your weekly stack Tr- uh, yeah true right so and i, I so you just right had to do a couple there. weeklies yeah 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 like your weekly stack um so yeah i don't know like yeah. and, and i feel like the fact that tdm is in the game now mm-hmm. um like it, it it doesn't feel as long because you, you probably just weren't playing as many comp games True, true. Yeah, it probably fell, uh, feel shorter with that. Uh, two other things that I liked about Skywind thinking about it was one, you know, just that, like you're saying in terms of filling, not only is no one in our, like, uh, Valorant friend circle a Sky main, there's no, Tony. I don't, he, he's not a Sky, you want him no. to be a Sky main. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's not even anyone in our friend group who mains a flashing initiator, I realized. There are several people who do occasionally play flashing initiators, but no one mains that. So I was like, it's, it really is a gap. Um, and then the second thing is, you know, I like the mind game sometimes. And so I love the idea of fake flashing. Uh, I don't really do it much now in, in even TDMs, but I, I want to incorporate that into my game for sure. Man, you like fake flashing, but have you ever Yoru decoyed? I have, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fake Yoru decoyed? Have you ever Yoru decoyed? Have I ever used the ability? No. No, yeah. No, I have, no, I have no, faked no, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, faked it. Yeah. I, I have. I just don't do it very often because it feels I, bad I, when it doesn't work. Well, yeah, I, I, I saw somebody try it in one of the games that I played the other day. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, you guys have been running some bullshit ass work schedules slash while Hunter was actually just out of town. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I actually had to solo queue like a decent number of games, because um, Chase's Monday Tuesday work schedule was bullshit. Um, but basically, uh, there was one game I was playing where this uh, where this Yoru tried to fake decoy on the site. Yeah. <laughs> there were four of us just fucking staring at him as he turned around. That's funny. <laughs> You're like, is this the decoy? Oh yeah. nope. Yeah, right. Is this, uh... like like if I if there's a Yoru decoy that walks to where I am. And there's not immediate... Well, if there's something that I think is a Yoru decoy that walks to where I am, and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get immediately swung, right as it's about to pass me, I'll often just shoot it. Because it's like, yeah, if if it's not a big deal for me to get partial flashed, might as well not risk it. Playing against yeah. it, 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 just to be clear. Yeah. Oh, I also forgot. Uh, when it comes to my also, challenge... The, well, hold on. Where's, where's yeah. the big brain strat where you let the Yoru decoy walk past you and then you intentionally shoot it to flash the entire team as they're walking out onto site? 
interesting. That is a little more effort than it's worth in most cases, probably, <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot there's one other exception I have to playing Sky, and that is if I'm not playing with Chase, playing Brim on Fracture, where I have an 11-1 all-time win rate and also 3-0 and in the last act. I just am really good at Brim on Fracture, so... Uh, yeah, that's the very rare uh, other exception. Yeah. So maybe that brings it down to uh, 75% Sky from 80. Yeah. I don't know. Not even 5%. You're smiling at something, Chase. <laughs> well, I just I just like, yeah. uh, I like my brim on fracture, so you're not getting it. That's, um, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. If I'm playing with you, you're getting it. Yeah. I'm not insta-lock dueling you. I don't play those games. I didn't have the app before they took it offline. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be wild though to use the app to instalock Brim. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. just play Breach. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, any other closing thoughts on the podcast as a whole? I'm, I'm done. Yeah, no. Cast never found a shirt. No, no he, I did. He, yeah, no. The cast is like literally in bed right now, so he was falling asleep <laughs> at one point. I was like, his eyes were closed, and he was like under the covers. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chase, will you do the honors? Yeah, uh, we'll drink with you later.